Hello, welcome to our podcast. I am a podcast host, and my name is Michael Hurley. I have a podcast co-host whose name is Matthew Percival Edwardius Alexander. He does the podcast with me. Say hello to the podcast listeners. Hello, podcast listeners. Hello, Matthew. <laughs> Why are you saying hello as the podcast listeners? Hello, podcast listeners. Um, what a week. It's been a week. We, um, it's, it's been insane, really. I think lots, lots of things have happened. Lots of technology things have happened. Lots of bul- volcano things have happened. Yeah, and volcano things. Yeah, and too. volcanoes and uh, vionics and, and stuff like that. And what? I, well, I said because I said volcano by mixing bionic and volcano. I then did it the other way around and called the show Vionic. Right. I might start calling you Vi. That's quite a nice name for you. Oh, please don't. Like like Vivian or something. Vivienne. Viv- Vivienne Alexand- Alexandra. That's a mm. good name for you, I think. Vivienne Alexandra. Alexandra. Right. Because, you know. It's the because fem- it's female. It's the female yes. version. That's how they do it in Scandinavia, where you're from. Um, right. I actually have a bunch of Scandinavian things in my office right now. I can tell because of your blonde hair. Mm. I, I assume you are backpacks. that you have some sort of Nordic background. I don't actually. You're, you look like a Viking. <laughs> Is that a compliment? I guess so. Have I pillaged you at some point in my life? Yes. <laughs> you definitely did the thing that came before it. Oh yeah, I, I, no. XOXO. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really, with that sort of uh-huh. joke. Really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so the last time we were here, congregated, we um, launched an, an incredible gift starter campaign that we never even got to formally launch. We wrote the blog post and everything. We didn't even talk about the blog post because we already had two submissions before we even got around <laughs> to posting it. Yeah, by the time it was all edited and everything, we'd already had yeah the first few. So, like on the Volcano website, we launched a, a blog. We set up a blog, and I wrote a post, and. Uh, we never even got around to promoting it. It was a really great blog post, too. It's excellent. So I'm going to put it in the show notes so people can go and read it. We spent a lot of time on it. And and <laughs> it was ready, but I didn't... And we, we posted it, but we didn't talk about it. Because it's like, with those things, I'm like, oh, let people download the show and listen to the show. Yeah, because you always want to delay all, this, all your silly marketing plans. It's, you know, I just fig- figured don't spoil the, the fun part of the show by talking about it. That, mm. I don't know. So we've got that. There were lots of people that um, used the hashtag. Yeah, we had a huge amount of people using the hashtag. There were also a lot of other versions of um, the hashtag, I noticed. There's this amazing thing where if you type that, if you start typing the hashtag um, into things like TweetBot, it tries to suggest based upon pre existing hashtags. And if you go to like ROG, I, um, you start getting all these different like suggestions and everything because there are so many different variations. Hmm. Hmm. I'm concerned that like Tweetbot is not showing me all of the people that use the hashtag now because it's been over a week, so it like right. cuts them down. I have it as a saved search. So do I. But there was like there was more than twenty, and that's what it's showing me now. So I don't know how. It's someone get... tweet within the past hour that they want 
Roger Moore. Because my concern is, I've promised all of these people. Oh, yeah, they totally are all gone. It's because we recorded on Tuesday last week. Yeah, so it's been over a week now. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry we're late. Um, it's due to Reed Hastings. I can get, see them all on the Twitter website. Ah. Oh. That's good. The Twitter web interface TM. Yes. Trademark Matt Alexander. Mm. Yeah, it's mine now. Because, you know, I need to now send these people their uh, individually numbered gifts. And, of course, above all of this, there is the official Roger F. Moore account. There is now an at Roger F. Roger Moore. F. Moore. Who, and they set up a website, rogerfmore.com. <laughs> um yeah, which is probably the best website I've ever been to. It's it's not got a lot of information, but the information it has is of the utmost importance. It has six pages, uh, the primary of which is Roger Moore. Of course. The second of which is Even More, which is a larger version of the same game. <laughs> <laughs> it has a page called A Wizard, which is a picture of uh, Roger Moore dressed as a wizard. Um, <laughs> as you do. There's a page called a Bond Marine, which is... We'll get to that. Right, which is the submarine car. We need to come which back. Which we have. It's, it's we need... probably going to be 90% of this show this week. Yeah, we're coming, we're coming back to that. Uh, page... Uh, what do they say? Put a, put a pin in that? Or... Yeah, we'll, put a, we'll, we'll circle back to it. Circle back, that's it. We're we'll, we'll yeah, going to circle we'll, back we'll, to that. We're going to circle back to that. Um, I, have a, I have a note card right here. Um, wobble, wobble. Wobble, so. wobble. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, uh, they have a page for wheels called a tribute. Yeah, and then they okay, have. A page we're going to circle Nike back to Squeezer. wheels too. We, we circle huh? back all the way to wheels as well. Oh god, there's a lot to circle back to. And then there's a page for um, uh, the Nike Squeezer, and very creatively they've got a statue of the god Nike and a lemon squeezer next to it. Oh, that's so that. smart! I didn't get that. Yeah. Look! Look at you! You're so smart. You know all the gods. It's in the caption on the picture. You knew it though, didn't you, Matthew? <laughs> it's from when I you just looked at it and it was like, "Oh, that's my friend, the god Nike." That's from when you studied the classics in school. I, I bet you did, didn't you? You studied, well, was, you studied was, Latin. I was, like I studied philosophy and things like that, oh, yeah. and I was an English student. So, I, obviously, did you I, did you uh, study Latin? Can you speak any Latin? Yeah, it was compulsory. Oh, of course it was. Uh, yeah, it comes in handy. As you can imagine, um, you know, I often use it in foreign countries. Yep, whenever you're in Uh, Latter. Puella est in cana. (laughs) Um, That means Puella is in the house. Um, Or maybe the library, I can't remember. Puella's in the house? Yeah. Who's Puella? I don't know. Someone just having a good time. I'm Googling Puella est in cana. Um... Oh, Puella means girl. The girl's in the house. Apparently. <laughs> Why do you know that? <laughs> um, oh god, I'm in a rabbit hole of Latin now, which isn't, which isn't a. Uh, Is it Puella now. est? Yeah, Puella est in Cana. I would say it Puella est in Cena, but. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a town in California. Um, isn't everything? Like when you really boil it down. Oh, some of those are so weird. Latin, stop being such a weird language. Yeah, Latin. 
So, um, you know, I think more importantly than Puella, Estin, and Kano, as importantly as it is to have girls in the house, um, <laughs> we have we have three gifts of note. Uh, yeah, Ryan Orlick, or as I prefer to pronounce it, Ryan Orlick. Mm-hmm. Would um, you like to Ryan or Lick? <laughs> he presented the first gif. <laughs> which is a a Roger a Roger Moore uh gif gif as you'd expect yep from from the um, movie then which we came had, which came within sort of like an hour of the show being released yeah in, it was in, it was stupid how quickly that came through and it came out in like full quality it was like a 10 megabyte gif absolutely fantastic but oh, then God. then something happened he brought out a follow up Oh yeah, well, well, yeah, a few. He he came out with a uh, follow up, and uh, yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll include a link to Ryan's first because we have multiple, you know. Right. So Ryan introduced the first version and then circled back. Yep. Did some uh, more. He someone had his note cards, and um, he came out with a second version, which is amazing. I just opened it. Um, you can explain it. I need to bring the bring it up. I haven't got it here. So this was the second one. Oh, there was the second one, one of the Stephen Hackett ones. Yes. So there are actually multiple Stephen Hackett <laughs> face uh, gifts created too, because you were talking a lot about how you would like our friend Stephen to be included in this in some way. Right. But I think my favorite one, my favorite Stephen Hackett-related Roger Moore right. came to me... A day yeah, after, by a mysterious donor. It, it came to me in total secrecy via a, a message on app.net. And the, the person, alleyway of the, the person has asked to be remained nameless. It's so, very, very, very sneaky. I still don't even know who this person is. It's very bionic and volcano-like that this person would, would do it in secrecy. But basically it's, it's, what we it's have It's smart is because he doesn't want to leave a paper trail. Stephen Hackett appearing from behind a tent, which he then Wait. removes his clothes and walks into the battlefield. Reminds me a lot of WWDC. It is a lot like that. So that was a real special moment. It's a moment of Stephen Hackett's Southern, so he's probably reenacting the Civil War. And then we Uh, had... That's an American history joke. Sorry, Mike. Then the last one that I wanted to mention was from Isaac Norman, who presented to us a iPhone-formatted version of just trousers being removed on a loop, which is really something special. Like I've been a- desperately trying to commission someone to make it into a dynamic background for iOS 7. <laughs> I don't think you could do that. I think I think where there's a will, there's a way, Mike. Yeah, Last we- week, you didn't okay. think, after the show ended, we were like, well, I hope someone actually makes this GIF, however. And we were sort of joking around, like, we're going to have to put out this blog post, and it's probably going to take a while and whatever else. And then suddenly it just blew up. Um so I think, if anything, that's a metaphor for the fact that we can make this into a dynamic background. Because, after all, Mike, Puella Estin Kano. That's very true, actually. Mm. I know, it's, it's profound because it's Latin. So, the uh, special secret volcano operative who submitted the, Hacker, the first Hackett edition... <laughs> Uh, he the first, is, no, the first Hackett edition came from Ryan. Yes, so the second it was Ryan. Yeah, the second Hackett edition. Um, he has received a, a very super secret selfie that he requested. Are you so he has been. Rec- he has received. He's 
surprise. It was what he requested. That sounds really sordid. It's, it's, you know, this is a way that we have to do these sort of deals. It's interesting that I he didn't reach out to me. He only reached out to you, and he only wanted a selfie from so you. So that could mean it was you that did it. It's <laughs> actually a really plausible theory, but sadly not. I get enough selfies from you, including ones of you when you were like 15. But Ryan... At Mr. Fabs Norman, <laughs> I need to get this person's real name. That, that, no, that's not his um, uh, Twitter handle anymore. Oh, it's, it's underscore inorm. Okay. So Isaac and Ryan, and potentially the creator of Roger Moore, if they want to get in touch. Yeah, who whoever did Roger Moore? You three, uh, you need to get in touch with me. I want you to email me. Yeah, Mike's going to give you so many selfies. So if you email me, my email address is mike at 5x5.tv. It's a very you know, guessable email address. We will provide you with the bounty that we put for this. So that includes the uh, access to Matt's super secret scarf initiative for pigeons. Scarf initiative. That was what we said last week. Do you I know, initiative is a new word added to it, I yeah. think, which I really quite enjoy. It's a scarf initiative. It's, a, it's, it's the thing. You circle those. You circle around them. Right, and, yeah, uh, let's circle back. Then there was also, you know, if you wanted some sort of physical gift, we would provide. And also, oh, I, I think the easiest gift now, surface. gift, God, it's confusing, um, is the fact that I am now the proud owner of something we're circling back to again, uh, wheels, an inline story. And oh. I don't own a VCR, and I thought I had bought it to take it off the market, to remove it from the uh, hands of our listeners and to other such people. But then it sort of leaked out and got bigger press, and so like a bunch of people in them now, so I'm not so fussed about allowing that yeah, to be distributed. We only them. have one copy of that. Uh, so. Well, I have one. No, but what I mean is we can't give three of them away. Uh, we have one of them. Yeah. Well, I'll just give away one of those and then, like, to the other people, they can just have a pair of my pants. So, you know, to, to the three competition prize winners, state uh, what yeah. you want. If one of you wants wheels, then the first one to ask for wheels will get it. So, yeah, yeah. if you, you know, you guys email me and we'll, we will provide you with the, the bounty to which you are entitled for creating such beautiful computer artwork. Yeah, it really is artwork. And thank you. And so, everybody as well that tweeted with the hashtag. I'll I'll help you out. I'm going to get you your uh, individually numbered GIF. And uh, I haven't decided what GIF you will receive, but you will receive one. Um, yeah, the, this this whole movement, the Roger Moore movement, really caught fire. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really brought back a lot of uh, wind behind the sails, the, the trouser sails of the tearaway trousers ship the tearaway trousers yacht. It's moving at full clip again. Pretty excited about it. It even got into like the mainstream media. That's very true, actually. Um, in fact, <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we have a new listener now. Um, and uh, well, I need to put the link in the show notes. Yeah. So um, where so, is it? Uh, so the... Uh, Dallas-based publication, which is where I live for anyone that's trying to find my house, um, D Magazine, has a very popular and very fun uh, blog uh, called Front Burner. And Tim Rogers, who is 
the former editor-in-chief of that magazine, who is a frequent writer for the Funfana blog, um, had been pointed by coincidence the day we sort of decided to do this whole Roger Moore thing, he'd been pointed the direction of my company. Um, and he listened to the show, and he wrote up an article, fairly tongue-in-cheek, about anything he could find about me online, of which included many references to tearing away trousers and other such matters. That'll be in the show notes. <laughs> Matthew? The thing he pointed out that was amazing, and I'll leave you with this, is that what we didn't notice is that... Uh, Roger in that scene also has a reversible suit jacket on. So that's if you notice towards the end of the gif, mm -hmm. he will take off his jacket and swirl it around. And it's a, so he's, he comes in, he's, he parachutes in in one suit and then he tears away trousers and reverses his jacket and is wearing a completely different suit. Of course he is. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, it's a much classier version of stripping. Um, just going from one suit to another. So, Apparently, Will's mania is running wild, and I want to get to that in a moment. Right. Uh, but <laughs> this is so much follow-up. So much FU. I think, I think that we're just effing all over the show, basically. Yeah, yeah. There's so much circling back happening. We have FU'd this show. We've, we've feud our circles. And, and, um, and now look where we are. Every time, you know, every now and then, you apparently need to clear out the pipes, that's what I'm told. Um, is that a thing? Is that a saying? Seems like it. I said it. Okay. So, it's, okay. you know. If I said it, somebody somebody said it. Okay. So yeah. I want to take a, a brief moment of, of very, very most importance to talk about our friends over at Shutterstock. Mm. Matthew, we love them, don't we? I love them deeply. Like we actually do. Shutterstock.com. Not only do we love them, it's where you're going to find over 28 million, 28 million images, stock photos, vectors, illustrations, and Matthew, one million video clips. Do you need video clips? Yeah, I actually will. Well, there's a million of them at Shutterstock.com. Start searching now and you're going to find the perfect image for your website, ad, publication, or even your secret scarf initiative. Shutterstock.com gives you a global image collection to find images from all over the world to suit your project. You can choose between image packs, smart view subscription packages, or if you just need one image for a blog, mock-up, or something like that, you can do that too. You never have to compromise whatever fits your needs. You can just do that. If you want to buy credits and, you know, or you just want to pay as you go, you can do all of that. It's fine. It's fantastic even. Every time you visit Shutterstock, you're guaranteed to find something new since they add 20,000 images every single day and 12,000 videos every week. And it's much more affordable than you think. You can download any image in any size and you pay just one price. There's no extra charge for large files. Whilst you're searching around Shutterstock, you can easily curate and share your pictures via lightboxes. So as you find something that you like, you can add it to a lightbox. You can review them later and buy the images that you like the most. You can also use their iPad app to do this. They have a huge library of vectors, icons, and infographics. They're templates for those if you need them. It's not just images and videos. It's all of that fun media too. If you need any help at Shutterstock, you can get an account rep dedicated to you who answer any questions. They can also help you out with enhanced license access if you need that. And Shutterstock also have 24-hour support during the week. So go sign up for a free browse account now by going to Shutterstock.com. No credit card needed to do that. And when you find the images you like and decide to purchase, use the code BIONIC1013. That's BIONIC1013. And you're going to get a whole whopping 25% off any package. So thanks so much to Shutterstock for their support of Bionic. 
on all of the 5x5 network, of which Bionic is a massive part. The most important part, I think, some would say. Um, Would you say that? Oh, oh, absolutely. Obviously, I mean... I can't can't think of anything bigger. Like, where else would you get the content that, that we... Like, Where yeah. else can you stay this informed on mid seventies movies in which people tear their trousers away? There is nowhere else. See, that's our value proposition, Mike. I like having a, startup, a value proposition. That's that's what. I like that. I like to have a value proposition. Mm. It's a strong. It's a strong proposition too. Mm. Mm. If you were an investor, and I came to you, yeah, and I said, um. Did you know that there is an entirely underserved market of people that think that trousers being torn away is reserved for the male stripper breed? Yep. And that people are actually very fascinated by it. Oh, you so fascinated you threw something. Yeah, that was my arm banging down on the table. Fascination! Yeah, I'm channeling my inner dictator. And, um, yeah, I just, I think, I think it'd be very, very, I think it'd be a very, very strong reaction Powerful. Powerful? Powerful reaction. Um, it's, it's been a long week. It's What's long. our mission objective? Uh, I think it's uh, confidential at best. Confidential at best. That yeah. sounds like a James Bond movie. Um, <laughs> a really bad name. Confidential, confidential at best. I'm so thrilled. He's better singing. than the rest. He wears a bulletproof vest. We can't just rhyme best throughout the entire uh, song. Well, I, I said vest. <laughs> Confidential at best. Uh, <laughs> he the most... is a man of great interest. It's be the most nebulous task throughout the whole thing. He's like, well, what do I have to find out? He's like, well, it's... It's confidential at best and <laughs> public domain at worst. <laughs> you could probably just go down to the local library and find out if you fancy it. It's just, it's, just, it's just Roger Moore in his old age on the phone with someone at public records office. Like, can you, can you just share the schematics? That's all I need. I'm sorry, Mr. Bond. I think you'll find. <laughs> Why are they Russian? I'm sorry, Mr. Bond. I think you'll find that this that our oh, it's an ad. Come on, YouTube, you're ruining my joke. Oh God, that was terrible. What was that? Uh, here we go again. I'm sorry, Mr. Bond, but I think you'll find that it's confidential at best. <laughs> How long are we letting this go? I thought I would build people to the point where they expect and then stop it. Which I think I it's called did. a climax. I like to stop at climax. <laughs> so I'm not even going to finish that sentence. Ah, that's that's kind of exactly what you were just saying in the uh, sentence. Yeah, yeah. that actual sentence stop was it in just- fact itself. <laughs> Grammar jokes. Yeah. Mm. I love some good sentence structure. Um, oh boy, do I love a good sentence structure. Mm, confidential at best. Uh, <laughs> confidential at best! <laughs> Sung by. Wait, is Tina Turner still alive? 
is Tina. Who needs Tina Turner? You've got me. Ah, wait. If you Google, is Tina Turner dead? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she, um, she is. There's um, just a massive banner in Google that says December 12th, 2007. But that was Ike Turner. And it doesn't have anything about Tina Turner. It's very misleading. Um, she's still alive. Good. What about Shirley Bassey? Could we get them to duet this? Oh, God. Like, if you type in, is Shirley Bassey, the Google suggestions are really inappropriate. Well, all Google suggestions are inappropriate. Okay, yeah, she's still alive. Excellent. Right, so we need to get Dame Shirley Bassey. Is she a dame? Oh, she, she is. She is a dame. And, how, did she, uh, how did you know that? I don't know. That was just off the top of my head, man. I was like, right, yeah, obvi- obviously she's a dame, so, you know, we all know this. She was um, born in Tiger Bay, Cardiff. Oh, Tiger Bay. Tiger Bay. Oh, oh no, it's now called Cardiff Bay. Whoever was on the naming oh! commission for that is... Too much tiger here. I, I... <laughs> it's too much t- tiger, not enough Cardiff. So Cardiff um, Bay, Cardiff. It's like New York, New York. I, it, I find that strange. It's probably someone called Gareth. And um, I hope you're dead, Gareth. Oh, wow. <laughs> Woo! Ah, oh, some of the things in this town are amazing. They have something called TechniQuest. Mm-hmm. It's an educational science and discovery center. Well, obviously. And a, and a science theater and planetarium. Planetarium. Sounds a lot like um, something we might build. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Ours has a bit more focus on... Geology and skiing. Oh, does it now? Speaking of which... No, no, we're coming back to that. It's not that time yet. Oh, we're circling yet. back to that. Okay. Circling back. Circ- we just basically, we're setting everything up and we're just circling round and round. Yeah, in the most British way, we're in a velodrome of podcasting. It's basically a roundabout. British people are... Oh, yeah, it's much better. <laughs> I was going to say British people are very good at cycling. Um, we're in the yeah. podcast roundabout. So, wheels. Yes. Wheels. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wheels, the inline story. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it sort of blew up. Uh, The hilarious thing was after uh, Mr. Mr. Tim Rogers posted his article, um, I linked to it on my Facebook. Um, (laughs) And... uh, Obviously, this didn't go completely through my brain at the time. It's currently out of stock on Amazon. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I, that's so not code link, UK. Linked, Wait, let me I check. Link, I linked com. to the article on my um, Facebook because the article originally said that my company was launching next week, being next week being this week, um, and I wanted to clarify because it's quite a, it's well, it's not quite. It's a very widely read, not wed. Uh, oh. Thankfully, the US site still has two copies. Oh, brilliant. Um, And uh, don't tell people that. And and anyway, so I wanted to clear it up. And what I didn't fully process was the fact that the people that made Wheels, including their father, I'm friends with all of them on Facebook. So I suddenly got a bunch of emails from them like, why Why is everyone suddenly aware of Wheels? It's been like 20 years. (laughs) So... As well, um, so out of the, so should I say out of the people who I know, how yeah. many have, have bought it? So um, some partners with Need, our our development uh, team in Richmond, Virginia, 
the kind folks at Mobilux, Mobilux. Uh, own a copy, and they actually brought a VCR into the office and watched it. And throughout, they were sending me very blurry photos saying, is this you? Is this you? <laughs> and uh, I told them to wait to the end, and they replied with a text message simply saying, we can't make it all the way to the end. <laughs> but uh, what I don't understand, so you own a copy now. So I bought what I believe to be the only available copy in the US. That's obviously incorrect. Right. And then suddenly... Um, it's like a gold rush. Yeah, and suddenly... <laughs> Uh, someone at my office, Weld, a gentleman named Steve Rocks, bought a copy, which is now at the office, but no one has a, a VCR here. And then I have a copy. My development team have a copy. Um, I'm unaware if anyone else has a copy. I haven't been able to watch it because I don't have a VCR and I don't have any interest in watching it. But, yeah. So, so would it be safe to say that you bought um, the copy on Amazon thinking it was the only one because you felt that wheels should remain confidential at best. Yes. Yeah, confidential. <laughs> <laughs> That's the entire plot of the film. What I don't understand is... It it's, so just, it's just an aging Roger Moore being taught how to use Amazon so he can buy the last copy of Wheels. Really intense music. <laughs> sure, what I don't nasty. understand is that there were multiple people that have bought it, but right. I do not have a digital copy of this movie yet. Yeah, so I've heard of several people that are digitizing it. Well, can, the thing is, you know, I kind of have to meter some expectations here. Um, I'm in the film for like clearly and obviously for like the first two minutes, maybe. Right, that's all Pretend I need, though. Pretending to be hit by a Volvo. <laughs> um, and then I'm in, I'm intermittently throughout the rest, as I recall, but you can't really tell. The one way I think was the best way to recognize me was I had a dark green helmet and because it was the mid 90s and this was made by a bunch of young people uh, the camera didn't do well with green things what? for whatever reason I don't Why? understand video. What, what, the anti-green setting was on well no it's the, apparently there's a it was just an older camera I don't know I don't want to go into it I'll say something wrong and get something yeah like you're saying this but really you no, seriously, so the way it works no, is I'm you sure that it was identify true. me because my, my head was big green and blurry. Why was your head green and blurry? This was my helmet, which was green. <laughs> Sorry. It's not in anyone there. <laughs> I can't believe myself right now. <laughs> you just took you just took the quality programming of this show down like ten pegs. Yeah. With genitalia jokes. Okay. So wheels, <laughs> wheels breakout hit. An inland um, story, due for a retroactive Oscar this year. Isn't that Next year. posthumous? You do die in the dead. movie. I do. I do. Well, no, I go into a coma. Okay, right. So I can't remember if I went into the coma. That's probably telling of the coma. Mm. Yeah, they actually did hit us with cars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the next thing is a, a thing that a review now we have not we are, we are getting to topics at some point by the way if you're uh, waiting for us to get to something serious we have we have so many topics we have lots always. i wrote a poem about reed hastings so. so i want to i wonder how you feel about performing this oh we should totally do that like right now 
Yes. Okay. okay. So you have to be the voiceover uh, and me. You have to be the the narrative voice too. Yeah. So I will put on a voice for that. Right. And then be yourself for the rest. So this was a review on the iTunes store submitted by the wondrous hero. That With an is amazing name. Joe jo Steele. Joe Steele. Joe Steele in Confident. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is the opening of Confidential at Best. Oh my god! <laughs> it is! It actually is. Oh my god, we need to start a screenplay starter. <laughs> <laughs> can we crowdsource a screenplay? If you can repurpose footage from old Bond films into GIF format. No, that's that's far too much. I just want a screenplay, alright? That's all I want. Alright, yeah. Our demands each week get even more ridiculous, <laughs> much like in real life in our volcano. In six months' time, we won't even be doing the show anymore. It's... People will be doing it for us. Right. So okay, we we want to. It's all like a supervillain. Their 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 demands get crazy. So this is the opening of our new uh, Bond movie, Confidential at Best, um, as written in an iTunes review for Bionic in the US by Joe Steele. Joe Steele. Okay. Joe Steele Productions. External volcano. C-T- at sunset uniformed men and women ski down the side helicopters buzz by camera cut to internal volcano command center 140 centimeter tablets surround a raised die yes dice days die 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 what is that even days dies. <laughs> robert dies. dies workers man the tablets screening video feeds of ski combatants mike stands on the Dies, surveying the work from a shadowy corner. Matt stands. This is so boring. I thought having a volcano base was going to be fun. It is fun, Matthew. We have people, you know, skiing and things. People from all over the world queue up for our skiing and the tearaway trousers and stuff. Well, I love a good queue, but do I have to stand in the corner like this? I thought you were going to be, you know, ominous and stuff like that in the corner. Yeah, but. Matt notices a worker's screen on Twitter, displaying four large tweets. Hey, you, no Twitter. Firewall, now! A wall of fire shoots up from the floor and burns the worker's right hand. Yes, it worked! I mean, is he still alive? Cor, what's that smell? I told you we weren't going to have an actual wall made of fire. Look, you just burned him. Now we'll have to do an insurance claim out of our seed funding. And you scared all the other interns. First the lions, now this. It's okay. Interns, please come out. He'll be fine. It's only a 0.08 Bitcoin copay at the end of the Volcanic Chemist for plasters. It's not like we have to go through... It's it's not like we haven't thought all of this through, Matthew. Mm. End scene. Mm. I don't know about you, but I'm aroused. That was potentially one of the best things that we've ever had done. And done yeah, I don't. I don't think we did it justice. No, it's that was uh, our first read through. It was a yeah. Should we go through read through too? <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> it's incredible. Like, I just can't believe that. Thank you, Joe Steele. Um, and yeah, we, this is probably a very opportune moment to say that we have the very best listeners. Yeah, I mean, you know, shows are good. You know, listeners are good, but there are no listeners, but like bionic listeners. Yeah. I don't, I've never had a screenplay for the prompts, what's wrong to say? Yeah, Stephen. Federico. Mm. I'd say Federico, but I don't think he listens. No, so we can keep saying it over and over again. Federico. 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 
Tucci. Tucci. <laughs> I try my best every week to say his name in the most Italian way possible. Mm. I feel yeah, like that, that's just by sitting on a moped and saying ciao. And I'm drinking tiny, tiny espresso. Anyway, so Joe Steele. Joe Steele. Joe Steele. Did an incredible job. I mean, I would love more. I don't, you know, I'm not saying Joe no, Steele, please write a screenplay. <laughs> but if you are compelled to do more, we would love it. Because, you know, we have a we have a idea for a blockbuster. And of course, we're willing to cut you in on it. Confident, yeah. Confidential at best, starring yeah. Matt Alexander of Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've got our actor. We you could get you could get a Screen Actors Guild card now, and then we're set. Oh, I was trying to think. I've been in anything else. Um, what really? Oh, just have I been in any other movies? Uh, let me just go through my IMDb. Let me go on my... IMDb and just look for myself. Are you on IMDb? <laughs> No, I, I, I bet you are. It. I bet you are. Matthew Alexander. Let's see. There's a lot of people on here called Matt Alexander. Oh, here we Literally, go. If you look up Matt Alexander, the top result is Alex Matter, a.k.a. Matt Alexander. You're all over it. You've done loads of stuff. Oh, loads. You're in Gertie and the Alien. <laughs> It was in the internship in 2013. That was the Google film. Other people's kisses. Uh, <laughs> you were in Mission Impossible. You did the visual effects of Mission Impossible. I was in the editorial department for 20 feet from Stardom. Wow, you're so busy. Mm. Mm. How you do all this stuff? You were a Meet producer Alex of My the... Run, assistant think... director on Backstabber. The most recent film is Meet Alex of the 381st Bombardment Group. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and you've changed your name to Matt Alexander Bagnall Gardner, and you're the cinematographer on True to Death, which is coming out in 2015. I think the most important thing, though, is my character I played in 1983 for the TV show M U S C E L E Muscle, uh, where I played Alexandria Meat. I mean, it's such close danger. It was made in Japan. Um, well, I mean, it's such, I mean, <laughs> it's such close danger to just losing it and hanging up. Oh, in 2008, you were in Triple X, right? Don't forget that. Shining yeah, performance. That, obviously. What was Triple X, Ray, about? Let's find out. It's confidential at best, Mike. Confidential! Um, it, there's no... There's no... Uh, yeah, RuPaul's Drag Race. So uh, you were looking at Matt Alexander. I was looking at Matthew Alexander. So yeah, we have two now. Mm. Oh, you're an actor in the Legion of Supervillains, the official music video. That, that makes sounds sense. about right. That, that's oh, you. I think, I think probably my biggest thing, I take it back this year, I'd completely forgotten about it, is my role as Alex Mead in the film This Is Intercourse. Which <laughs> <laughs> comes out in December. You must, um, I can't it's, wait it's British. to see you in that. Um, yeah, so, you know, get excited. Of course. <laughs> How could you um, We have We have actual things to talk about, and we're running out of time. You're running out of time. I've got all the time in the world. The last thing you were in was in 1995 called Flight of the Amazon Queen. <laughs> Don't talk about that. It's a film about Jeff Bezos. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Um, topics? 
This episode is also brought to you by the fine folks over at Squarespace. Oh, Matthew, do we love Squarespace? I desperately love Squarespace. The blog that we were talking about earlier, the Volcano blog, is a Squarespace blog. Squarespace site. It's an all-in. So, so is Roger Moore. Yeah. All of the best websites all, are on Squarespace. All the fan websites for Bionic are running on Squarespace. Which is excellent, because they are the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, online portfolio, or Bionic fan site. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code TALLYHO10. So Squarespace, you know now that they have fantastic features. They have award-winning, beautiful templates. They have award-winning, 24-hour, 7-day-a-week customer service. You know that their plans start at just $8 a month and include a free domain name if you sign up for a year. You know that all Squarespace sites include a unique mobile responsive experience that matches the overall style of your website. But what you might not know is about Squarespace Commerce. Squarespace Commerce is Squarespace's platform that allows people to sell physical and digital goods from within any Squarespace site. It integrates seamlessly into any beautiful Squarespace template. You can sell any type of product using a single interface. Digital goods are delivered via customizable email links that expire 24 hours from delivery, so people can't just pirate your stuff in a horrible way. But if you're selling physical goods, they've got amazing things like full tax and shipping rules by region to help you run your store so people can enter that where they where you know where they are in the world you can and it automatically calculate how much it's going to cost to ship and all of that amazing stuff you can set up a mailing list for your customers you can export all of your order data into a csv format for accounting purposes everyone loves accounting squarespace makes that easy they have an express checkout mode they have partnered with stripe to allow for 30 second merchant sign up so they work with Stripe, and it's Squarespace Commerce is currently available with Stripe integration in the US, the UK, Canada, Australia, Belgium, France, Germany, Ireland, the Netherlands, and Spain. If you are somebody who sells things online, Squarespace Commerce is definitely a solution for you because you get all of the fantastic features of Squarespace and these fantastic commerce features. Go and check it out at squarespace.com. Sign up for a free trial of Squarespace, and don't forget to use the offer code TALLYHO10, that's T-A-L-L-Y-H-O, one zero, and it's going to get you 10% off and also show you support for this show. So thanks so much to Squarespace. They give you everything that you need to create an exceptional website. Exceptional website. Uh, so we have lots of topics now. Yeah. I noticed that the first one of which is not particularly serious. Um, well, it's pretty serious. It's the most serious topic we have today. So Elon Musk... With whom we have a deeply... In like linked, we are like soul linked together. He is our spirit animal. If if life, if bionic and life really is a British roundabout or a velodrome, at one end, Elon Musk is there, and we're just going around and we just keep meeting him mm-hmm. over and over. But this time, when we went round and met him. He had the James Bond submarine car that he bought for like $867,000. $866,000. It was the, so basically the uh, James Bond submarine car, the Lotus submarine from the, from the spy who loved me. What was the song of the spy who loved me? I don't know. Just sing the spy who loved me. Spy who loved me. No, it wasn't. Yeah, no, that'll be fine. Uh, No, I'm finding it out now. It was the Carly Simon one. Nobody does. Oh, was it really? Mm. Makes me feel sad. I listen to that song at night. 
Nobody does it. This is so touching. It's really nice. Baby, you're the best. Uh, what? No. Okay. I'm really excited for someone to cut that out and put that into something for a ringtone. Try to hide from your love like Okay, so he bought the he bought the submarine. The spy who loved me. Skip it all night. He spent $866,000 in secret to buy the Bond submarine. But even more important than that, he actually plans to make it fully operational. It is going to drive. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I just read the most, oh. the biggest letdown I think I could have had about this entire oh. thing. Uh, it's a so-called, this is from CNN. It's a so-called wet submarine, meaning it fills with water when submerged, so the driver has to wear a full wetsuit and breathe air from a tank. Yeah, that's how the fish got in. Obviously. No, in the film it says the dry passenger compartment shown in the movie was a set. Well, the fish got in somehow. How else did that fish get in? I mean, that's a real puzzle. Know, maybe maybe he rolled the windows down. Maybe he fancied uh, sharing his music with everyone. God, I just want to sing that song all day. I know you do. It's one of my favourites. And uh, um, the Duran Duran one. Do you remember so, that? Do you remember the Duran Duran song? Probably. Let's not go into it. God, this rabbit hole. Uh, anyway, so he wants to make it operational, thereby proving that he is a supervillain. That or he is some sort of hero for all of us. So Apple had an event. They spoke about iPads. But more importantly... I'm, I'm being silly. I actually think this is pretty cool. Nokia uh, released the Lumia 2520. Which is, I actually think it looks really nice. It looks amazing. Right. So it's, you know, as you'd expect from a Lumia. Um, they, Nokia had a really big day on Tuesday too. The 2520 was one of the things. So, it's you know, it's a Windows tablet. It's like 10.1 inches. Uh, 1920 by 1080 display looks really cool my favorite thing about it though is this amazing case that they've made have you seen the case yeah yeah, yeah. so it also provides more battery it has two usb ports and the ability to boost the battery life to five hours and it doesn't even look that like that much bigger and it has a keyboard as well like and a trackpad i'm starting to look at these devices and i'm like i would quite like one yeah, it's one of those things where we all joke around around about how impractical they are and how laughable they are. But they actually, I mean, in terms of that's a computer. Like, yeah, I mean, the potential usage of that in day to day life. I mean, the I'll put it this way: the iPad is obviously exceptionally uh, capable and robust, but it's not quite a full Mac. Obviously, um, you can make all the arguments you want about the difference between that and like Windows Eight and everything. And I think there's a lot of issues with Windows Eight. But I will say that it is at least trying to be, and therefore has the potential to be, more of a desktop-style experience than That you can iOS. just carry around and, and use for 16 hours. Right. So, it, 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 I mean, on paper, I suppose, is the easiest and safest way to put this, is that um, it has the capacity to be more capable in some areas than the iPad. But Microsoft, seriously, seriously, where is the touch version of Office? What is going on? Yeah. 
what is going on? Like, there's a video. I'll put a link in the show notes to um, the Verge. They had a hands-on with it, obviously. And you'll see a video. I think Tom Warren did the video. And you can see him trying to use... Oh, no, I think this might have been in the Surface Pro review. I'll put both in. In one of those videos, you see them try to use the touch version of Office. Right. And it it's basically the desktop version. So you just can't... Everything's too small. It's just ridiculous. I um, Yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, I think you and I have always wanted to really appreciate what's happening in Microsoft's varying ecosystems. But for every positive move, and there's quite a few positive moves that happen, particularly in the hardware sphere, there's always a massive and really ugly caveat that goes along with it that comes in the form of something like Office being... uh, so unfriendly for touch and things like that. I suppose some of that would be mitigated by having a touchpad integrated into this keyboard thing. But that only goes so far. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just a shame. I mean, it's just one of those things where... Oh, no, no, um, they do have a, a trackpad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that, so that would... That, that, makes it, that makes it usable, but you should be able to touch the things as well. I don't know. Like you can obviously you can if you use the keyboard and the like the trackpad you can you can use the that version of Office but you have to still even on RT go into that stupid mode and I just think that they, to to they've had two versions of the Surface they're obviously aren't you know really pushing Nokia to make really cool devices that have this stuff and Office is as important to Microsoft as Windows is, and they do not have a version that runs natively on what they're trying to push as one of their premium products. I just think it's so short-sighted, and with the amount of people that they have there, they should be able to do it. I mean, I'm not massively happy with iWork, but at least Apple have tried to do something with it now. Yeah, at least it's available and it's being actively updated now to to match modern use cases. Yeah, so I just think that it's ridiculous, but this looks really cool. Have you seen the six-inch Lumia? I have. Um, what the hell is going on? See, How I don't, many Lumia phones are there now? Yeah, there's a lot. And they're baffling because they rely on that number scheme. Um, so there's a 1520. There's also a 1020. And the 1020 is a budget version, so it has like... No, I thought specs. the 1020 was the one with the insane camera. Oh, uh... Yeah, okay. Not the 1020 then. It's like 13 something. Yeah, 1320. So, yeah, let's just say that. But this has got a, a 20 megapixel pure view. I do want to see it though, you know? Well, so the thing is, is that it's finally. I mean, they have Instagram, finally. And Twitter's app just got updated for it the other day, and so did Facebook. And, you know, that. That actually makes for something interesting. Um, it's still obviously not quite there yet, but it's they're making significant strides. Um, it's just a shame that those are such. It's taken so long to get there, and then it's been so like it had to be the getting Instagram. You know, this week was one of the tentpole announcements, and it is worth a tentpole announcement. And but Vine. when you take a step back and you look at the fact that it's been on iOS for years and yeah. Android for years, it's kind of embarrassing. Apparently, it was Nokia that was really pushing that. Yeah, it always has been. Because, you know, they, they 
do so much work with their cameras. You see the cameras shoot in RAW now. Yeah, and I mean, and they've got it, that uh, focus thing like the Lytro, right? In software, like it's in, like Nokia are doing such amazing work. It makes me so sad. Yeah, well, you know what's really sad is that this was the last ever Nokia event. Oh God! Yeah. Wow. So, well, because because well, yeah. they obviously they've been acquired, so now they're being folded in. They were also clearing out the pipes. Right. So it's highly unlikely they'll have much else, but. You know, it's Nokia that was able to bring Instagram to the table, as we just mentioned. It was Nokia that was able to get, you know, the Fine. cameras to the point of relevance. You assume, and it was though, Nokia that, that brought a lot of this together, and it will now still be those people. they are anonymous and it's dead. But it's those people, right? The reason that they did it is because the people making those phones care about the experience. Um, so maybe it will be similar, I hope. I I would I want to see a twenty five twenty and I want to see uh, like this I can't remember what, I can't even remember what it's called already fifteen twenty I want to see what they look like I'm really interested in these large phones now you know yeah and I really want I to try it, one for like an extended period of time like a right. Note three or something I was thinking about this the other day like what is that like to use right. on a daily basis There's got to be some benefits to it Tim yeah. Stevens uses a Note two I think. Is it really? Yeah, that is really interesting. I mean, I think there's something to be said for it. I don't know if it's that big. I think the sweet spot's around five inches. Um, mm. Mm, that's what she said. Um, mm. So um, it's not that inadequate. Um, what? Nothing. Um, the the thing for me, and I just hope this doesn't change with the acquisition and everything, is that uh, Nokia's hardware design language is so good and their capabilities in that realm are just so 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 brilliant and i don't want to see that go away completely you know we just this week fairly anonymously the surface 2 launched and no one seems to care yep and i saw in passing earlier today that the price of the surface pro the new one has already been dropped by like 100 bucks and uh, uh, i think that was the old surface pro Oh, well. The previous version. Um, but, you know, it was so anonymous, and it's because it, it didn't really do that much more than the original. And it was amazing just how the Surface was this really fascinating piece of hardware that went from something that everyone really wanted to succeed to this thing that is now just so pointless. And um, Nokia's foray into this space shows that there's obviously life to it. Um, even though they're obligated to go into the space in a way. But like the design that's gone into it is so compelling. It's just such a shame that it's it's I it's just it's a shame that it's not there's no assurance that that will survive, that that type of design, that type of divergence from the aluminium and glass and all that sort of stuff from the basic black and white design. Um, it's a shame that we don't have many outlets to get away from that anymore. Yep. Well, um, the other really interesting thing from this week, and I know that you guys on the prompt have discussed everything to do with the Apple event, mm-hmm. but the one thing I will say, and it's one thing I've been thinking about a lot this week, um, is this notion that now that um, Mavericks has been made free by Apple, yeah, interesting. Um, Windows is the only remaining paid operating system in the world. Um, which really? is obviously fascinating if you think about it. 
mean, no one pays for Android. You do pay for some of the Linux distributions, though, right? Like, do you pay for Ubuntu? No. Wow. Microsoft, so, man. Well, uh, we'll put it into at least the mainstream operating system. So I feel OS like 10. that there is like a, a motivation by Apple to systematically destroy Microsoft still. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's weird because they really attacked Microsoft on stage. Well, they'll never, well, rightly so, in a way, they'll never let it go. And I understand that, you know. They were the competition. I, I, mean, I don't. I don't. It's it's over ten years ago. Um, Grudges, man. Yeah, but you know the com- company's completely different. Um, anyway, so I think that's really fascinating, and it's it's a fairly subtle change. But you know, uh, considering everyone's always it, it, the the interesting thing, right, is that Apple is able to do it because their costs are subsi- subsidized by their hardware. Uh, Microsoft up until recently really hasn't had that option. They haven't been able to subsidize their OS by their um, hardware. And they're really not at that point now because the service hasn't done particularly well. And I I doubt uh, Nokia's entrance will do particularly well regardless of its merit and its design. Um, They don't have the capacity to sustain their core business based upon... um, just purely getting more and more users. And with uh, iWork going free, that also challenges Office. So now in the Apple ecosystem, and in many respects in in the mobile ecosystem too, because I'm sure the same, you can get a lot of options for Android too. Um, All you need to do your productivity and remain on the most recent version of the OS you're using is just stay up to date. Whereas in the Windows world, it's it remains paid and it remains the traditional method. And Microsoft doesn't really have a direct means to fight against that, which is really interesting. Mm. Um, I'm not saying that Microsoft's just going to fall away, obviously. I'm sure they'll react. And they may well um, take pride in the fact that they are still charging for this. You know, in a world where... Um, you know, a lot of people in the indie Apple world and everything are such diehard fans of paying for stuff. It's kind of a contradiction that everyone is so excited that Mavericks is free. And everyone's quick to say that it's because it's subsidized by the hardware, which is very true. But there's still a bit of a double standard there. And it'd be interesting if Microsoft exploited that. But the problem is that Windows, compared to Mac, is traditionally sort of the democratized, more available, sort of cheaper option because the cost to entry is less. So if if Apple were to say, well, we're going to keep charging for this sort of stuff because we want you to have the best quality stuff, everyone would praise that because it would be sustainable and people would be able to say, you know, they're really taking pride in their design and everything. But Microsoft's saying that to their really diehard fans. They'll get it from their diehard fans, but getting it from... um, anyone else really from like typical people all over the world that want to buy an OS, it's going to be a very hard sell. It's not like they're providing this top quality engineering. I mean, they are, but not to the same level, I'd say in the OS realm. So it's just, it's It's an interesting situation. Um, And I don't have an answer as to what any of them will do, but it's just an observation that several people have made this week. Um, And it's one that is such a subtle change that, we didn't. None of us really sort of thought about that much as it was happening, but it's really fundamentally changing all these various ecosystems and the economics behind them. 
Um, and it's going to have really big implications for the way uh, people earn money or a living from making and selling software. So I don't know. It's really fascinating. Indeed. That was really serious. But... It was serious. Um, Very serious. Yeah. Are you going to buy any of the new Apple stuff? Uh, I'm going to get a new iPad mini, I think. The Retina one? Yeah. What about you? Um, I may buy one of the new Retina MacBook Pros. Oh, you may, may you? I may. Mm. I, my company is coming very soon, and that's the focus of my life, and I need a new Mac for that. What one are you and thinking about getting? The 15-inch. Um, that seems to be the thing to do. Yeah. Probably not with the uh, discrete uh, graphics because that's very expensive. You'll be fine with integrated. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm thinking. The review just came out for it from The Verge and it got 9.1 out of 10. Wow. So it's the best all-around laptop in the world. You're the best all-around laptop in the world. I know. Confidential at best. Come on. So you get in. Oh. Just a little bit. Uh, do we have anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Solid episode. Oh. We've mm. made some real ground today. Yeah, because we have a film now. A screenplay. Volcano Studios. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, what if, what if the volcano was just uh, a movie filming lot well that would be the cover-up ah yeah no this is coming together that's where we launder our money be like of course it looks like this inside it's a set yeah no that's not a a set for a a james bond movie of course it looks like this of course it has lasers that's not a real corpse shoot don't touch that yeah get away stand away from the fire the fire's real yeah, no, this video of the Eiffel Tower shrinking and being stolen by a gang of henchmen is just tape. <laughs> we made that's green screen. Yeah, Come no. Come on. It's you can real. clearly see it's that's a model. It's it's, it's for ambiance. Oh, yeah. It's 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 our equivalent of having a fireplace, of which we will have many because it's literally on fire, but we have lots of places where there's fire. Yeah, maybe we'll just have a waterfall as as the equivalent. Yeah, because got to counteract all the burning mm. matthew heard that before there's a cream for that um matthew if people yeah. like were on like they, they you know they connected their modems to their computers mm. and they waited for like that noise if they were on aol they're on aol and they're on america online um on dial up and they you know they're doing their thing and i'm plugging and replugging everything and they're getting ready to to get online onto the internet and uh, they dial up and all that stuff mm-hmm. and they were going to open their Netscape right. and then they were going to look for you. Where would they do that? Um, they would go to uh, twitter.com slash Matt Alexander without the ER, so Matt Alexander. Oh. Um, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash T-W-I-T-T-E-R dot com forward slash... T for tearaway. Yep. W for witty. I for insatiable. T for transient. T 
T for traumatic, E for enormous, R for rover. Mm, dot, dot, dot com, com. forward slash imike, I-M-Y-K-E. Um, I'm going to follow you there. Please do. I would love it if you followed me. Maybe I'll be your first follower. Maybe you will be. For Aston Kenner. Bye, Matthew. Bye, Michael.